everybody. I'm Gary Ebersol. Richard Kipling here. And I'm Randy Schultz. Welcome to Camp Codger, a podcast for people in their golden years. Join us to hear rocking chair wisdom from three old guys. On today's show, we've invited Larry Barsh from the Specifically for Seniors podcast to be our special guest. Larry is one of those old codgers who still has a lot of spunk, and he's not content to sit on the couch watching TV. In fact, well into his golden years, Larry decided to start a podcast for seniors that covers the topics they care about most. In other words, Larry is our kind of guy. Absolutely. I can tell you Larry is definitely our kind of guy. He's <laughs> old, he's awesome, and he's on our show. But before we welcome our special guest to the show, Gary has a codger moment to share with us. Gary? I do, Randy. It wasn't one of those laugh-out-loud, silly, but harmless senior moments that most of us occasionally have. This codger moment was more introspective and was triggered when B and I attended a memorial for Marge Brooks. Marge was a friend and colleague that B worked with at a local hospice service for over 20 years. As many of our listeners may recall, Marge was also a loyal Camp Codger listener who frequently took opportunities to provide insightful comments on our episodes. I came to know Marge over the last decade at a variety of social events that was part of growing into B's circle of friends. The first part of this Codger moment came when we were driving over to the memorial. It struck me that losing friends and attending memorials was becoming a part of our lives. It was only nine months earlier that we'd attended the memorial of another close friend. It's a cliche that we understand this will happen to all of us at some point in our golden years. It's only when you show up at the second event that the aha moment arrives. kind of makes you feel old knowing that this won't be the last funeral or memorial we will attend in the coming years. This codger moment continued when we arrived at the home where the memorial services were being held. It took a moment to realize that COVID-driven social isolation meant this group had not been together for several years, actually almost five years. I was struck by how noticeably older everyone seemed. And guess what? Everyone was no doubt thinking the same thing about me. And the conversations were different. Unlike five years earlier when most of the people in the group were still working, this time the conversations were about remembering Marge and queries about how folks were doing in retirement. Sometimes it just feels like we're slowly drifting into old age. We don't really notice it on a day-to-day basis. At other moments, we're drawn up short when we realize we are just plain old. Marge's memorial delivered one of those crystal clear realizations of our mortality. This Carger moment did end on a positive note. Yes, Marge is gone, but her close friends David and Andrea hosted a wonderful memorial that let her friends and colleagues celebrate her life. Well, you're right. It's not the normal Codger moment that we have on this show, but it is part of our lives and it is part of getting older. So uh, thanks for sharing that, Gary. Well, the theme of today's show is embracing new experiences. And our special guest is sort of a self-made expert on this topic. Larry Barsh is the host of a podcast called Specifically for Seniors. And he started this show when he was 85 years old. Before that, Larry was a dentist, and he also taught dentistry at Harvard School of Dental Medicine. He was a studio photographer for TV shows, and he has developed successful websites. In other words, Larry is adept at embracing new experiences. 
Larry Barsh, welcome to Camp Codger. Well, thank you for having me, Randy. Let's get something straight. Spunk <laughs> is for Lou from the Mary Tyler Moore show, not for me. <laughs> what, what's the matter with Spunk? <laughs> I don't have Spunk anymore. Yes. <laughs> spunk left with Wagnalls. <laughs> spunk and Wagnalls, of course. That's fine. <laughs> well, um, I guess we should just jump into asking Larry questions. I got one. Larry, what does the word retirement mean to you? What's Long that word again? <laughs> Long pause. <laughs> you know, in today's world, that's a word that really ought to be retired, actually. I don't think you really retire anymore. You just change what your life is like and what you're doing. Well, that's certainly true for you. I didn't know about your podcast until I did a Google search for best podcasts for seniors. And I was delighted when Camp Codger was among the results. But I was interested because specifically for seniors made that same list. I'm curious, what was your motivation for starting a podcast for old folks like us? A better question would be, what was my motivation for naming it with the impossible connection of words that are <laughs> awful to say over a microphone. Yeah. But even going back a little bit, how did you stumble on the idea of starting a podcast? I mean, podcast is a foreign word to many seniors. I hadn't seniors. done one before. It's as simple as that. When I was practicing in Boston, there's a local radio station called WBZ. The host of the call-in-doc segment on BZ wanted to take some time off. So I filled in for him, and I learned what really great fun it is to talk to other people. A podcast gives you the opportunity to talk to people who would never in real life ever talk to you. <laughs> because you can pretend you have an audience of 10,000 and deepen your voice and put on a radio voice. <laughs> it was just looking for somebody to talk to during the pandemic. So you kind of got the radio bug. And then the about step. 25 years later, I decided to do a podcast. From the dental end, uh, when I was doing the radio show, I was working with appliances for snoring and sleep apnea. So we brought that up on the show. And I got one call and man sounded absolutely desperate for advice on what dentistry could do for him because his cellmate was ready to kill him. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sounds like my so, wife. <laughs> doing podcasts, as you guys know, it's work, but it's just fun. The recording sessions are great fun. When you get rolling, it's, as you know, when you get that rhythm going, the, the conversation's flowing, you really don't want to stop. And you become friends with people that you've never met before. Well, when you started your podcast, were you listening to other podcasts? Were there any favorites or ones you tuned in on? The one I really liked uh, was Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. 
I was thinking of names for podcasts, and the one I really wanted for a senior show was, wait, wait, you already told me that. (laughs) 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 But NPR wouldn't let me use it. So you got the radio bug, then years later you start this podcast. Was it specifically for seniors because you're, you're 85 years old when you start this show? When I looked around, there were a lot of shows for seniors, but they were all being done by 20 and 30-year-olds with a perspective that you can't have until you get into your 60s, 70s, 80s. They tend to talk to us as if we were alien species. We're not human anymore when you're, when you're an old codger. That's one of the uh, subjects that we've covered a lot, ageism. It gets to be a serious problem. Very much so. Larry, do you think of yourself as a, the kind of guy who embraces new things? Is that just part of who you are? Or do you actually think about, hey, I haven't done anything new for a while. Let's do this. I think change is my constant. When I retired, you mentioned a couple of things. I started doing websites commercially because I hadn't done that before. Set up a big site for dentists who are doing snoring and sleep apnea directory site. It was called Snoring Isn't Sexy. I'm into S sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Sexy snoring would have been a good website too. All the physicians were upset with me. They said I was treating it too lightly, except we got to talk to a lot of people who are having problems with the more serious end of the uh, spectrum, sleep apnea, that wouldn't have found out about it, wouldn't have learned about the dangers of it, wouldn't have known about the cures, treatments, unless they thought about snoring isn't sexy. What kind of feedback do you get now to your podcast? I mean, are you getting that kind of feedback from people who say, thank you for having so-and-so guest on and discussing this issue? I'm getting a lot of positive feedback from people. We sort of cover a broad range of subjects, from comedians to journalists Mm. to medical problems, down to moving problems, what you have to do to move to a senior facility. Mm -hmm. Most people who get engaged in that don't know the steps, don't know the way, don't know how to handle a move from a home they've lived in for 50 or 60 years. We talk to some comedians just to try to lighten the load. We talk to some TED speakers. What's your method for deciding what you should be talking about? Random, mostly. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound familiar at all, does it? (laughs) No, not at all. It's mostly people I want to listen to. And I found this gentleman who was a biologist who was about to appear on a show for Disney special on Earth Day. Hmm. And he was going to Guyana to study frog populations. I don't know if anybody else found it interesting, but I found talking to him absolutely fascinating. And he's our age. He's climbing up to Pui's flat mesas in Guyana to study a specific type of frog. There was a gentleman, Jim Richardson, who's a photographer for National Geographic, and he's done two or three covers. And his perspective on on photography as an older adult was fascinating to hear. 
I talked to a pickleball uh, world <laughs> champion in our age group. I don't remember you talking to me. <laughs> Are you world champion? <laughs> Are you a pickleball player? <laughs> he's he's a we, wannabe. We we watched I am you, a wannabe. We, we watched you play, Richard. <laughs> You're not world class yet. There's, there's hope. It's all about trying new things, and then if you find something, you know, you keep at it for a little while. I think all of us at our advanced ages, we can all try new things and actually become proficient in them. Don't mm. you think, Larry? I mean, you've, you're like the poster boy for this. I, I think we have to. I think it's more than voluntary. I think that as we get older, we've got to start challenging our cognition and getting through the times when you forget a name, when you forget where you left your car keys, and forget the most important part of it, the cell phones. How many times have you said, hey, Siri, where am I? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, in preparation for talking with you, I looked around on the internet, which is, of course, where we all get our information, right? Hmm. According to one study, learning new things can make older adults' brains 30 years younger in six weeks. I don't know how they figured that out. I don't know how they measured it. But researchers have found that learning three new tasks simultaneously boosts mental power and protects against Alzheimer's disease. If that's true, and I hope it is, then the four of us, as we talk right now, are all on the, on the path of like staying young and staying healthy. I hope to God that's true. <laughs> I certainly hope so. I was listening to a neurologist the other day, and he was saying the same thing. I don't know about the details of that study in six weeks or not, but I personally feel better when I'm challenging myself. My wife and I are going to visit Italy in a couple of months, and so we've got the little apps on our phone, and we do these little lessons every day. It does seem more challenging to me after my little brain has been worked. I get invigorated. I really do feel better. Do you find that's true for yourself, Larry? Absolutely. I I have got to stay busy. But you've been that way your whole life, it sounds like, with the different things that you've done. Yes, even through practice. It it sounds like in the middle of your practice, you popped in and decided to be a radio host for a week or two, right? Well, somebody asked me. (laughs) But But they also knew you were were a willing person that would say yes when they asked. Larry, who's been your favorite guest on, on specifically for seniors? Somebody who kind of surprised you. The interview turned out better than you could have hoped for. Let me preface this. This was about my third or fourth podcast. I had an approximately the same number of listeners. What, three? (laughs) Three or four. (laughs) Three or four. (laughs) And I was looking through the internet for somebody to talk to. And I came across... Robert Klein, you remember Robert Klein from the, I came across his agent and his agent had an email address. So putting on my best, I'm a really experienced broadcaster and I've been doing this for years. (laughs) I said, uh, please tell Robert, I'd like to speak to him on my podcast. The next day I get an email, Larry, my former agent, told me that you wanted to talk to me. (laughs) 
here's my home phone and my cell number. Give me a call. Is that and well, you, that you turned out to be a great podcast. I called him up that evening. We talked like we're talking now, like we knew each other for ten years. And he said, "Sure." <laughs> it was so much fun. And I said, "I can't stop doing this. This is this is great fun." He kept you going. You guys are lucky. There are three of you who can carry on a conversation, right? With a guest, without a guest. I must say, I've listened to your podcasts, and they've been terrific. They just sound great. I wish I could do what you are doing. But interviewing people is something different. I don't have two friends who know how to turn on their computer, let alone <laughs> join me on, on a podcast to chat about something. So I have to go looking for strangers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you get some great conversations. And some oh, yeah. of your podcasts are some interesting folks. I mean, we try. And you give them an opportunity to talk, and not everybody gets a chance to kind of have a platform now and then. Well, that's basically because I have nothing to say about what they know. <laughs> it's about content. When I started, since I have to do video, or at least I feel I have to do video, I was trying green screens and backgrounds and making sure what was in the back of me showed up well. And I found out it makes no difference at all. I was interviewing somebody and he was sitting in front of this impressive bookcase. I was snowed. I said, oh boy, I'm in trouble. I don't know what this man knows. Until somebody apparently opened the door to his den and the breeze sort of flap the green screen in back of him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we had sort of wavy books. So, Larry, have you played with the format of your show? It started as audio only. And then because of what I perceived to be a need with the audience that we're all trying to talk with, I switched over and added video to it as well. And your podcast has turned out to be very interesting, as Gary and, and Richard have both said. In terms of the variety of the folks that you talk to, I'm kind of blown away. You have, you've invited folks to be on your show that I never would have thought of. And I'm sure some of those interviews are among your best. I look around until I find something that looks like fun or looks like something that the listeners really need to hear. Right. I get myself into trouble, too. And I think next week's show, I'm going to be in big trouble. (laughs) The lady who's coming on is a TED speaker. She did a delightful talk on uh, growing old. But I just found out today when I was doing some prep work for it that she's a feminist. And... The biggest problem of all is that she's in Sydney, Australia. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm recording at nine, nine on Wednesday. She's Uh talking at 11 on Thursday. (laughs) It all works out well. Do you have certain topics that you decide you want to cover and then you find a guest that fits that topic? No, I find a guest Mm. who has a topic that, Looks like it's interesting to talk about, just the reverse. So you're open to almost anything that comes up that you think your audience would like? 
or more especially that I'd be interested in hearing myself. Ah, the real filter. Does it interest you? I've got a man coming on to talk about chat GPT and AI because I'm interested in it. And I really think that we all have to know more about what's going on. You know, it's funny because we were too. And so a few weeks ago, we did that topic. I learned so much by doing that topic. I really didn't have that much hands-on experience. And talk about being exposed to new things. Our show has been a, a godsend for me in terms of being exposed to, to new thoughts and new technologies in this case. I was listening to your chat GPT episode, and you guys put that together beautifully. It kept me going through an exercise session <laughs> and then followed up by whichever one was after that. <laughs> That's good That's to hear. Great. I really appreciate that because there is a lot of work. As you know, even you know, video in some cases can be a little easier to edit. There's still a lot of work of pulling it all together and publishing, right? When you hit the publish button, you've, you've put in a fair amount of work. Especially when you've got three people uh, participating. I sort of get in the background with most of my podcasts and let whoever the guest is come on. And I'll edit them uh, so they have the full screen. Nobody wants to sit and look at an old guy with bags under his eyes. <laughs> well, I, I love that the four of us on this um, podcast, I love that the four of us have all been challenged by technology, but we've decided to jump in and learn new things anyway. Give yourselves a pat on the back, fellow codgers, <laughs> and everybody listening too. Yeah, and, and the, the young whippersnappers out there who are laughing at us because we're talking about how challenging podcasts are. Hey, if you don't embrace the new technology, you get left behind. I'm glad we're at least doing our best to embrace it. Let me interrupt for a minute. Hey, kid, get off the lawn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Larry, what do you think the next new thing for you to embrace is going to be? I'm not sure. I really don't know. I'm beginning to play with ChatGPT. It writes a nice blog with a few corrections. I think it's going to be somewhere along the AI chain of events. Have any of you played with ChatGPT aside from talking about it? Oh, yeah. Of the three of us codgers on this show, it would definitely be Gary who's done the most with chat GPT or any of the technologies, because I think he's just more comfortable there. Well, I spent a career in tech, computers we used to call it. He's in computers, and that was my life professionally for a long time. So it's it was easy for me to drift into my old age and still continue my interest in computers. So I find ChatGPT interesting. There's a lot of philosophical conversations and discussions that need to be had. I'm not certain how many folks in our cohort would care enough. You do, Larry, I can tell. There's something about ChatGPT that has piqued your interest. It's a much faster Google search than I can do. Yes. Well, it assembles the answers for you and puts it in a, in a readable form. I, 
Yeah, and sometimes makes really wild mistakes. Huge mistakes. Once you understand how it works, and I've actually spent some time exploring how it works, it becomes less intimidating and less awesome. It becomes a, a, an interesting engineering exercise. It doesn't necessarily represent the next stage of humanity. It's not Skynet that brings the Terminator down. No, it's not. It's really not. And it's not the Matrix. It's incredibly clever. That it is. Now, if I have red and blue buttons on my podcast channel, you'll know what's going on. <laughs> there you go. Well, gentlemen, I can see by the clock on the cabin wall here at Camp Codger that it's time for us to end this episode. I'd like to thank Larry Barsh for visiting with us. Larry, we really enjoyed talking with you. You're an inspiration for everyone who's thinking about trying something new, and we will all try to be a little bit more like Larry. And to you all bet. of you, absolutely. absolutely, we're going to be doing this in another 10 years, and you're our <laughs> inspiration, Larry. And to all of you Camp Codger listeners out there in podcast land, be sure to visit specificallyforseniors.com to listen to an episode of Larry's podcast, or you can find Specifically for Seniors on YouTube. I think you'll enjoy it. And remember, learning new things as we age can be good for your health. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Join us next week when we ramble on about something else. We had a codger moment last week, politely called Gary Goes Camping in Big Bend National Park, and somehow managed to forget about our next podcast topic. Not to worry, we'll come up with something. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to Camp Codger in your favorite podcast app, or sign up on our website. As always, we would love to hear from you. Drop us an email at campcodger at gmail.com. Post a comment at www.campcodger.com or leave a voicemail at 505-216-6171. <laughs>